These are the Stanley Cup champions cheering for us. Obi could beat the fuck out of Wayne Gretzky. Could you break Wayne Gretzky's leg? Because he's 24! The smoke blinds from straight 40s before I go out for warmies. We got like half dressed and then last four, and we we're just going nuts. We're in the locker room by then. We we're just going absolutely bananas. What it do, DMV? It is episode 96 of Chirpin' DMV. It's a beautiful Tuesday here in the DMV. The Caps are coming off that five-game road trip, 4-1 and one on it. Outside of that one Boston game we'll get to. We have Tark Elbashir on again today, our favorite media member to talk to. He comes on for yet again, uh, I think, is another hour interview because we're always like, all right, let's have Tark on. Let's just have a chat. And the next thing you know, it's an hour later, and we're like, oh, we could go for two more hours. But first, before we get into all that, Let's say what's up to the boys. Let's start with Ben. What's going on, man? Uh, not too much. Doing good. I was home this weekend for my brother's 30th. Had a great time. Now I'm Dirty back. 30. How are you? Yeah, dirty 30. So had a great time with family. Socially distanced, of course, because I'm COVID cautious. Was, was, was the real John Little just grilling you about some turban content? Oh, man, he was so happy with my last recap about Jack Edwards. He was like sending it. He's telling me how epic that part was. <laughs> like he used the word epic. Yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> Way to go, so Ben. He, so he's jazzed on that. Love it, love it. AB, what's going on with you, man? So uh, your boy had a, a roller tournament this weekend in Fort Myers. Ooh, another one? Yeah. I love it. AB's always playing roller, baby. Oh, yeah. I got another one coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, in Philly. In Philly, baby. Billman, are you going? Uh, I think maybe. Let's go. Light those up or something and then right content. Up. I know. I know. Let's get you on the bench. Yeah, just come <laughs> on the bench and there we go. Um, so yeah, we we had a pretty good team. Um I'm a when I play roller hockey, I play defense. I'm a defender. Possess the puck a lot, you know, I, I dish it out. See but your boy was buzzing this weekend. <laughs> buzzing. I had we we went to the championship. Unfortunately, we lost two to one in the championship. It was a very close game. Um, like a good defensive battle. Yeah, it was, game. it was it was great. It was it was a lot of puck possession. Uh, your boy had the only goal for the team. I was hyped on that, but I, I mean, I'd rather win. But um, wow. we, our team was called the Dirty Flamingos. Ooh, yeah. sick team name. Pretty sick jerseys. Name. It was like the Miami Vice color jerseys, like Ooh, black, baby blue, and pink and white. I was like. Dude, this is a sick ass team. Um, but yeah, we we started off the tournament uh, kind of slow. We lost uh, lost five to three to the second seed of the. Uh, they, they ended up being the second seed after uh, all yeah. the after the round robin. Um, going to our next two games, kind of like kind of pummeled the uh, the next two games. Um, went in as a five seed. Uh, there was fourteen teams in the tournament. We had. Uh, uh, went in as a five seed, rolled through our quarterfinals, won like seven to two, uh, then had to play the number one seed in the semifinals, beat them three to two, uh, and then played the third seed, uh, lost two to one. They had two kids that were unreal. They, uh, the one kid plays for Lindenwood. For those that don't know, Lindenwood is like the mecca of roller hockey, like for college. Like they they just they just bring in absolute studs that like couldn't make it in ice, honestly, probably. I don't really know, but um, they're all like every single kid that goes to Linwood is like really fucking good. But it was a good tournament. It was it was a lot of fun, um, and yeah, Billman, you'll be able to see one of these tournaments in two weeks. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, 
speaking of tournaments real quick, Chirpin DMV, we might be putting a team together for the, the uh, Beer League Players Association tournament that kind of travels across the country. They got one in May at the Gardens Ice House. So we might be tossing a little Chirpin team together, going from there, see what happens. You never know. Um, yeah, I want to say low-key, but I, I don't know. I went out, went to the bar Saturday night, got a table. Went to Renegade, live band, music, all that shit. Don't really remember any of it, so that was a good time. Nice. Uh, kind of tore it up there. Uh, yeah, I love when you, like, close your tab out, and the guy's like, yeah, 324 bucks. You're like, could have oh, been me. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Billman, right? And I was like, yep. He's like, oh, shit. Bill, man. I know. Oh, I don't know. I did Dude, go to this place. Um, Sorry to cut you off there. We went to this place called Popstroke. Have you ever heard of it? No, but I saw your your pictures of it. It looked pretty nuts. It's basically like the top golf of mini golf. Yeah, like it it's literally sick. like a putt putt course, but there was like a bar there. They had cornhole set up. They had a ping pong table, and then there was two putt putt courses there. I was like, "This well, is." Well, I put the ping pong table. I got a ping pong table this week and put it together in the garage today. It's freaking sick. I'll oh, tell you that ping pong tables are so elite. Just such yeah. a good time. So I got yes. one in the garage. So now we got ping pong and a foosball table here uh, down good. in Arlington. So if you want to want to come party, play some games, let us know. Uh, like we said, Tarek coming on. He, we talk about a lot with him. We talk about pretty much everything with him. So we talk about this Tom Wilson suspension and death. We talk about some possible OB contract rumors, negotiations, this, that, and the other. We just kind of talk the team as a whole. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through two news and notes here real quick. We're going to rip through uh, the Boston series and that Flyers when they're going to preview the Philly uh, Flyers and the Devils again this week. So let's start with this. Mural Bowser. Bowser comments that Capital One Arena might start letting fans in here soon as early as mid-March. So um, I got an email that's coincidentally I got an email from the season ticket guy today, Jim Bonk being like, Hey Matt, you're looking for season tickets. Cause if you get them, you're guaranteed admission. And I almost pulled out that check in check card so quick, but Ooh. we might have some fans in DC here soon. Mid-March. That's next like couple next weeks. week. Yeah. That's that what I'm sick. saying. That's that's sick. That's sick. And it was great hearing the Flyers fans in that game on Sunday. Yeah. yeah I mean, they were booing the whole time, which we loved, but. Regardless, when the loss that game, I, I love the fact that there's fans there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it sounds it it's so funny because we haven't heard it in a while that it sounds fucking electric. You know what I mean? It, I'm sure it's like not because there's only three thousand that into it in a seventeen thousand like stand. Yeah, arena. but do you know how blacked out I would be if I was like one of three thousand people in that arena? Like nobody yeah. within like two rows of me, I would be. Just Especially, it's Philly. It's just like the place to just be a complete. Yeah, we hate. You Ooh, hate every single team that you're the playing. The Caps tweet about like Philly starter pack flyers. That was actually was kind savage. of funny. I was very surprised by how funny that was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you that see it, AB? Yeah, the L. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, the yeah, the L, the middle finger emoji, all yeah, kinds. The of guy in like, like the pylon costume. Pack. Yeah, that shit was, that good. was a good tweet. I thought that was it was a good funny social shit. media guy. So yeah, I mean, mid March, man, it could be, it could be happening here. Um. Would love to see it, man. I want nothing more than go to Capital One Arena and just scroll like six or seven twenty dollars beers. On I know, dude. Just have a time. I was pretty fucking hyped to like move down to Florida, go to Tampa, and watch a Tampa versus Caps game, but that can't happen now. I'm like, fuck. So now I gotta just go watch them play, like pump the Blackhawks or something. Yeah. Oh, the Blackhawks are a bit of a wagon. They've been great. Actually, yeah, yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad, but they lost. So six three. In the five-one Boston loss, Nick Backstrom seven hundredth career assist, twenty-third um, fastest player in NHL history to do so, doing in his nine hundred seventy-ninth game, fifth, fifth Swedish player to do so, tenth uh, European player all time, uh, and most in the NHL since two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when he uh, made his debut. So, 
Bingo. I mean, cool. uh, pretty much exactly a year later from OV 700 last year. Obviously, everybody wanted it in New Jersey uh, about two series ago, but it just didn't happen. But uh, 40% of backstrom discs have been to OV. Yeah, that's not Jesus. bad. <laughs> and I so, can't remember who the other duo was. I'm blanking, but it was it, OV and backstrom are the only two duo that have a 700 goal and a Cisco on the roster at the same time. Oh, I saw it was like Gordy Howe and somebody. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and Alexander <laughs> did uh, Shonov or something. Exactly. Or whatever. I don't know. So I don't know. It was something. All right, that makes plenty of sense then. We're good. So let's let's rip these games off real quick. Cast Boston first game, Banachek and net, no goals, no goals, no goals. This is a terrible game to bet the over, which I've been betting a lot of in Caps games lately. It just haven't been working. But well, we thought there was a goal Oshi in the first period. Uh, it's kind of a long flip down the ice. He corrals it. They get down in there, a couple passes, and then next one thing leads to another. Oshi scores. So they review it and they call it offsides. They call the goal back, even though it was called a goal on the ice. I didn't see much of how the fuck they could possibly overturn that when the pucks, the black puck is against the black uh, CD. Yeah, that was crazy. At TD Yarden. So Ben, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, like from what I can see of the puck, like there's kind of like a little bit of light reflection. It looks like it might be offside, but if that's how you're going to like decide how you're calling goals in the NHL, just like quit. Cause that's a joke. Like there's no evidence that that was offside. Yeah, maybe. I, he put it perfectly. I, there's, I think I was going to say that word for word. Like I thought I, <laughs> I fucking bet a boosted prop that was Oshi to score and the Caps to win in 60 minutes that game. Oh, that's but that's a real dick note. kicker there, buddy. That is a dick oh. kicker. But yeah. something of note is they had plus odds of that game, so I did that in my parlay, and I won like 200 bucks. They did Not have plus bad. odds on the money line, yeah. Camel hit one like five to win 400 this weekend. Uh, no goals in the first, no goals in the second. Pastrnak would score early in the third, about a minute, 19 in. He gets his 10th of the season. But it's Lars Eller uh, tying it up later on in the game, about five minutes later. That's what makes it a 1-1 tie. We go to the shootout, and it's Shake the Snake with the only goal of the shootout, and he wins it for us. So, A.B., Ben, thoughts on the Eller goal? Thoughts on it being, like, the lowest shooting goddamn game of the season, it felt like, in terms of the Caps letting shots up but also mm-hmm. getting shots on net. Uh, but, yeah, a 2-1 win in Boston. Wins a win. Um. I think it was it was a very playoff like game, you know. It's got they were both both teams playing very responsibly, very safe, uh, very cautious, and that's the got that's what led to a two one win. I think the Caps. This is where I'm thinking in my head, like, all right, the Caps are like they're figuring this shit out. This is this is great. Uh, they 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 found out like Lav's system uh, while he's also letting them play their own game a little at the same time, and we're kind of buttoning down in our own zone because I. First 15 to 20 games, or actually we're at 20 games pretty much, but first like 10 to 15 games, we just look so sloppy in our own end. Um, yeah. And then over the last eight to nine games, it looks it, – it, it's it's starting to shape up, and I, and I like where we're headed right now. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest takeaway was just the uh, OV spear on Trent Frederick and just oh, how yeah. – how do we Frederick miss that? Was, yeah, I know. Cross-checking everybody. Novi gave him a little shot to the nuts. $5,000. That was crazy how much well, that guy was going at Ovi. Like, he's played, like, what, 30 games? He's, like, two yeah, goals. Yeah, and he was just, like, nonstop. I was like, dude, you're all right. I mean, and if that, I'm on the Boston bench, I'm kind of like, all right, dude, like, settle down a little fucking Yeah, you got to pull, like, one of those guys. He's like, no, that's like Mr. Ovechkin. You don't do that to him. That <laughs> like, is yeah. where AB entered the chat in Twitter. That is where the AB Twitter sphere. the Twitter chat. Well, the next game is where Twitter really popped off. So this is a... Vanacek back-to-back start is the 5-1 thumping by the Bruins. It's Marshawn in the first, and Trent Frederick, our boy, he got the second goal. Then it's Bergeron, Marshawn, Richie, until Verona finally got one late in the third to make it a 
5-1 game. But complete shit show of a game here. Just terrible breakdowns all over the ice, up and down the lineup. Nothing really going. Um, yeah, tough. <laughs> it's a shit game. Obviously, we had the Wilson hit, and that caused a lot of shit. He fought twice. He fought both Frederick and Tenorti, Washington Little Cap uh, alumni and local kid here, actually, Jared Tenorti. So, yeah, let's – I mean, just overall thoughts on that second Boston game. Maybe we'll start with you. I mean – the way I thought about it was like, yes, they, I mean, obviously they played horrible, but it was really only for like 10 minutes. I it felt like, yeah. like they just had a 10 minute lapse where they just lost their fucking minds. And they were like, we are going to fucking murder everyone on the Boston Bruins. And yeah. we don't give a shit what happens. And the Bruins were like, okay, well, we're going to, we're just going to actually continue to play the game of hockey and we're going to beat the shit out of you. And that's what they did. I mean, we, yeah. Like we, there's so many defensive breakdowns, but it only happened within those ten minutes. It felt like, like yeah, they, they it were was, all. It was when Wilson was in the box because Jack Edwards was throwing himself sure. around the booth. Right, it was, was in there. some type of missed assignment, some type of backdoor goal, some type of redirect from the outside. Like it was just, you know, it was it just it was a guy losing their man because they were just chasing the puck and they were chasing guys that they wanted to fucking kill. Yeah, he's just sitting up there calling the game, just sees fucking Wilson in the box, just fucking yeah. stick. He's like, I love this shit so much. Tom it's Wilson's like, a scumbag. And it's three like, nothing. Fuck you, Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally. Every goal he's like, Wilson has a great view of this one. It's like, yeah. fuck off. Jack. They go up like four to nothing. It's like, oh, Brad Marshawn, four to nothing, and Tom Wilson's a bitch. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, <literally>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what he was doing, dude. That's fucking Jack. I think it's great content, honestly. Boston, the Boston. Yeah, it is great content, it. but that guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, the eggs. one guy bitched, uh, Kevin Dupont bitched out and deleted his tweet. But Tark said he's a real great guy. I mean, I was tweeting some stuff at the guy. I, I mean, I tweeted a video of o- his head on Frederick's body when Obi speared him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that a great cup check. I was I was gonna ask Tarek, but I uh, forgot to. How do you feel that Ovi didn't get sus- suspended? Like, obviously, we feel good that he didn't, but do you That's... think he probably should have been? Absolutely not. No, dude. No. I mean, it's a literally just a little cup check. No, I, I know. Mean, I just I feel like people have been suspended for that in the past. Have the, I, can you? Uh, one? I I can't. That's the thing. I brought <laughs> zero ammo to this, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the in the tar in the Tark interview where it's like Brad Marshawn cross checked him in the back of the head. Why is he suspended? So I mean yeah, literally yeah, that no, does, I'm fine back, with that does backfire on me. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I got into the Twitter mentions because they were like, Well, I mean, he didn't even cross check him. I was like, That's a literally definition of a cross check. What the fuck are you talking about, guy? But yeah, otherwise we can we can move on from that. Fuck it. <laughs> So that 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 made it a three and one. That made it a three and one road trip there. Last one going into Philly. You kind of want to see a big bounce back game after that five one loss. And the Caps start the first period down one nothing. It's Joel Farabee. Uh, Dude, he, that he kid's hot. It. He is hot. He slides. Hot. A, he's got eleven tucks in the season. So mm-hmm. he slides one through Sammy's five hole. And you're not feeling great at the end of the first period being down one nothing. Seeing the goal Sammy let up. Right. They were also getting like pumped in <clears throat> shots and stuff too. Like they were just getting outplayed in the first period by a lot. Yeah, I mean, shit, Sammy made 37, 36 saves in the game. Yeah. Alone. That's also where, uh, as a as a, as a Vanny stand right now, I'm just like, see, told you, fucking told you so. But then Sammy goes on to out, like, play the fucking lights out. Yeah. So, luckily. <laughs> that makes this... any sense at all what I just said, by the way? Yeah, it always know. makes sense. <laughs> Vanny playing the fucking lights out. Yeah. Uh, Oshi. <laughs> he, Oshi gets the puck here, and he makes – uh, is it Goss's fear? Fall on his fucking face at the blue line here, and he feeds Ovi with the beautiful 
slot pass and Ovi finally scores. That's third in, I think, 11 games, but that's all TJ Oshie on that goal. You know, that was pretty gross. He faked two guys out at the blue line, then just Ovi was sitting pretty naked in front of the net, no coverage on him. Just, how are you? Back Oshie got him with that initial drop pass. Who was it? 52, maybe? I'm, I'm trying to see right now. It's I think Ghost Bear 53, but I could be wrong. I think he's 52 yeah, he now back that I say on. that. Yeah, but AB, that TJ Oshie, and we finally get an Ovi tuck. Yeah, and that's also a uh, Randy Fink backdoor pass, baby. Backdoor passing. I mean, it, it's great, great fucking play by Oshi. That's that's yeah. all you can really say. It's great play. Ovi finally talks one. I feel like, like, he's been kind of just missing shots this year. You know, Ovi. Yeah, it's kind of like he gets his one timers, but goalies are just saving him this year. Like he's not doing anything different than usual. They're just not going in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I, yeah, I just losing think a little missed. mustard, losing a little I, mustard on that shot. I, I don't know if it's that or I really just think he's just missing his spots. Yeah. He didn't miss this one though. Too. No. Uh Kuznetsov actually didn't miss a face off for one. So he wins one, one wins one back. He gets to Orlov. Uh I think a little give and go with Vrana, Vrana to Carlson. Carlson finds Orlov again. Backdoor passes, baby. And Orlov just slides the fucking five hole on a very bad Carter Hart. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not good this a year. A very I, bad Carter Hart. I I think I had a take that he he could be <clears throat> A um a Vesna goalie this year, and that's not happening at all. We can ask our Philly friends that. Yeah, speaking of Philly friends, Thursday night, uh, happy hour live before the Philly game. I think we're gonna hit up Dan Silver try to get him on. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, talk a little Flyers puck with Danny Silver. Man, maybe I'll. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll see what I can do with work. I mean, even Flyers fans were complaining during the Caps Boston game about Tom Wilson. It's just like you're just happy you don't have to play him. Yeah. Well, I did see actually a couple of Rangers fans be like, no, that was a clean hit. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw Flyers fans going nuts. <laughs> hey, you're not so like, bad, man. <laughs> I saw Flyers fans were just like, scumbag. The, the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about tweet is he left his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Every okay. single time it's like, that's no the beat. ultimate, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about tweet is he left his feet. He literally doesn't <laughs> leave his feet ever in yeah. that hit. I don't hey, think. Too big. <laughs> not even at, not even at the point of contact. Because uh, sometimes you leave your feet at point of contact like not yeah, like the momentum like kind of carries yeah. you up exactly yeah. but that doesn't even happen i don't think yeah so oh she gets in the zone drops on the backstrom backstrom over to jensen jensen could pass it to obi you could pass it to oshi but he skates in like the norris candidate he's playing like right now gets his first goal as a capital i think in like 160 something games jensen's been hot and i'm loving it it's a 3-1 caps lead that's the quality assurance you needed right there late in the third yeah. <laughs> that's that's yes 100 percent. i mean yeah. that's a huge goal right there honestly i'm a little nervous going into that third period if we if it's still just 2-1 yeah i agree i mean yeah they're asking nick jensen what he does here he's just he's, like he said he tells him quality assurance baby Hell get the yeah, boys baby. up three to one first goal is a cap and it's he's been he's been fantastic ben yeah, he has been. He's been pretty lights out the last few games. I forget what the stat was. He has like six points in his last eight games or four in his last six. So for not an offensive defenseman, he's buzzing right now. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, another guy, too, that's been hot as Lars Taylor. I want to say he's got like five points in his last three games even. Yeah. The Tiger is ripping a lot these the days. Tiger. The Tiger. The Tiger. Yeah. So the, tiger. the Caps right now. 14-6-4, and four, 32 points, second in the division, game behind uh, the Islanders. Islanders have 34 points. They have one more game played. Boston still two games behind us uh, in terms of having been played. They're at 29 points. Philly at 20 – or, sorry, Pittsburgh at 24 games played as well with Losers. 29 points. And Philadelphia in fifth place on the outside looking in, 27 points. They're 12-7-3 and in 22 games played. So, with that being said, let's kick it over to Tark. Elbashir from The Athletic. 
All right, we now welcome back on a multi, multi-time reoccurring guest here, AB from The Athletic. It's Tark Elbershear. Tark, what's up, man? How you been? Doing great, guys. Doing great. Good, good. I guess we'll start with this. How's the season been for you in terms or from the, the, the your standpoint as a reporter? And are you going to every single game? Are you going to like kind of half or I mean, what's it, what's it been like? Yeah. Well, um, you know, we're, I think like with, with everybody in, in this business, you're just doing the best you can, you know, given the circumstances. Um, it, it's not the same. I mean, you know, being in the room, chatting up the guys, getting little nuggets here and there. I, I feel like that's harder to get over Zoom. Um, it's harder to get, you know, um, without actually being um, present. Um, but, you know, we, we are talking to players before games, after games, after practices. You know, we're talking to uh, Peter Laviolette on a daily basis. Um, so so that part is, is relatively normal. In terms of the games, I, I've been to a couple um, in downtown. But what I'm finding is, based on the work that I do for the athletic, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to be there on a, on a nightly basis, uh, simply because of cleaning protocols at Cap One and other arenas. They basically mm-hmm. throw you out within like 30, 40 minutes of the game uh, ending. And I'm just finishing up the Zoom calls and I'm just starting to look at advanced analytics and waiting on other stats to get updated online. So if I'm writing something after a game, I mean, I'm typically done around 1230, 1245, one. I mean, if they're throwing me out at 11, then I got to go all the way back to Ashburn and then crank it back up when I get there at 1130. And then I'm I'm filing to an editor at 330 in the morning on a game that ended at 930. That's just not fair to them either. So it it hasn't... uh, it hasn't been ideal, but you know what? Like I said, it's just you know, given the given the circumstances and the state of the world, everyone's just doing the best they can. Yeah how how do you like the um like I don't because I don't know if you're going on away games at all or or anything like that. Like how do you like the intra the inter division? Like we're only playing our division. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I hate the saying, but I mean, it really, it is what it is. I mean, it's 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 yeah. the only the only thing that would have worked this this year um, in terms of cutting down on the travel, going to the same hotels. You remember the, the NHL had some COVID issues. The Capitals did as well. I mean, four, four weeks ago, there were some major problems going on. I mean, there were, there were people starting to wonder, Hey, are, are they going to be able to pull this off? Uh, they, they tweaked the protocols. And uh, I think as of today, I don't think there was anyone on the, the COVID um, protocols list for the first time all season. Um, last time I checked, there were still, I think a couple of teams that hadn't reported, but it was, uh, it's certainly trending in the right direction. And and that's all because of the, the way they set the season up. Um, you know, the NHL worked really closely with epidemiologists and um, other scientists to make sure that they were, they were keeping this as low risk as possible. And, you know, I, I mean, it's, I'll be honest, as a person who's been watching this game for 20 years, it gets a little boring when you play the yeah. Devils, you know, every other day and the the Flyers and the Bruins. There's nothing yeah. against those teams, but it's, I mean, I, I want to see Edmonton. You know, I want to see, yeah. uh, you know, I want to see Florida. Anybody else. Yeah, anybody else at this point. Because it was kind of fun and interesting at first, but now it's just like, oh, we just played the Flyers and Devils. Let me look at the schedule. Oh, the Flyers and Devils again. Cool. But but we are watching hockey in the middle of a global pandemic. So yep, you're not wrong. That's, that's always what I have to remind myself whenever I start bitching about something. I got to remind myself that's you're still employed. You're still covering hockey. You get to watch the game you love. Yeah. So, so yeah. we're gonna do the complaining. So here's complaint complaint number one. Okay. Uh, why the hell were our guys suspended, 
and like no other team, every other team, they get, uh, oh, we're just going to postpone the game for them. Like what the, what the fuck was that? So that's a good question. I mean, things were evolving. The, the, the Caps were one of the first teams, if I remember correctly, to kind of have multiple players. So they were I think trying the to first figure, one. Yeah. yeah so they were, they were trying to figure things out at that point. I also figure, feel that the NHL, when they looked at the circumstances of how the Capitals actually um, came to have their outbreak, it was like, that's on you guys. That's not, this guy didn't go to the grocery store, get it and accidentally bring it into the building. You guys broke protocol. We're not going to help you out here. Um, yeah. I think had it happened maybe two weeks later, I think they probably would have postponed games because they would have been concerned about perhaps uh, infecting another team. Um, but, but, but I do feel like the, the kind of the confluence of they were one of the first teams to have a, a, you know, multiple players, uh, uh, get COVID and also, you know, get, get swept up in contact tracing, but also that's on you, bro. Like yeah, we told you yeah. what to do and y'all didn't do it. I think there was a little bit of both in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, but to yeah, be I, fair, I, I mean, the, the lightning are watching the Super Bowl together. All the entire team is watching the Super Bowl at the one hotel they were at. Matthew, let me tell you. They were all that, the mask on, yeah. That's protocol. But, that's protocol. I mean, in the hotel, like a hotel lobby room is, I guess. Hundred percent. If if you go to uh, the gathering uh, place that is specified, where there's sense. there's open, you know, there's a lot of air. You're not in someone else's room. That's fine. I mean, okay. trust me. When you see pictures of teams and hotels, that goes through yeah. the PR department. The GM yeah. takes a look at that before that hits social media. They go, "Hey, are we following rules here?" Before yeah. we put that out there, we can't we can't self incriminate yeah. here. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. I mean, clearly they, that was cleared and they yeah. were, you know, that's ah, okay. So uh, yeah. again, and that was told during the whole process had Sammy and Ovi and um, Dimitri Orloff, you know, and, and Kuzi, had they gone to that area and played video games and watched the U- USC yeah. fight? No big deal. I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, so the rules in general are arbitrary. I mean, you know, why can you not go into someone's room when you can lean on them on the bench and breathe on mm-hmm. them? Okay, I mean, but then if you ask someone with the NHL, okay, so why can you, why can they be in the shower and on the bus and all this, other, you know, in, in close proximity and they can't go to each other's rooms? They'll go, the Capitals are, in, are, are a case in point. Sammy yeah. had it and the other three, and, you know, another one got it and two other got swept up in, in contractors. That's why you can't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, you know. I mean, the rules make sense. They're perfectly fine. I think it's just the way they come off at times. Like I said, if you look at the Caps example and the Tampa Bay example, obviously one's yeah. later, one's another, but the way they look just on kind of paper, I guess you could say, it's just like, the optics how, does this, of it, sure. how does this make any yeah. sense? So there's kind of two things we'll talk about before we get into the current Caps. I mean, it, it is dealing with the current Caps that are kind of going on. We'll start with the first one here. Ovi's contracts are rumoring to come in around 12 and a half million. Are you thinking that's kind of the number it's going to be around? And a lot of the people too talking like that are saying, well, if that's going to happen, we're probably going to A, lose Oshie and that Seattle draft, and B, probably have to trade one of these $8 million guys if we're going to suffice that much cap room on Ovi next year. Well, here's what I would start off with. Uh, I don't know where those rumors are coming from, but that sounds high to me. Yeah, Twitter. Um, Twitter's always right, isn't it? Twitter. Yeah, Thank I, God. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's that. those are the numbers that are yeah. being discussed from what I've been right, told. Right, Thank God. Um, I, I think, look, I, I am all about guys getting paid and guys getting every every dollar they deserve. And in Alex Ovechkin's case, Ted Leontis just hand him over the checkbook and go, bro, write, write whatever <laughs> check you want to write. But before you write that check, just remember, got to play with guys. If you want Lars Eller to say your third line center. Yeah. And you want, you know, uh, Dmitry Orlov to be your, your second pair left defenseman. 
just mm-hmm. just give that some consideration. So look, I, I don't know. It, I don't think that they are deep into negotiations. I think they've had some conversations. Remember, Alex is representing himself, so yep, he doesn't. Yep. He's a full time <laughs> hockey player, so he doesn't have a full time agent talking to the full time general manager and the assistant general manager going back and forth. From from, from what I understand, um, these are conversations that have happened sporadically, um, but typically. In other in other cases where, where this this has happened, here's how typically how it works. I don't I don't know if this is how it's happening in Ovi's case, but this is how it ha- has happened with other teams. They bring the player in, they say, "Look at the whiteboards behind you. Those are the four options that we're thinking. Those are the rosters that will accompany those four ros- uh, those those, um, uh, those figures that, that that you're talking about. Option one, option two, option three, option four. We're good with any of those four. Which team is going to win?" And then you have to kind of you, you you have to think about what you know what your what your goal is, right? I mean, my feeling, guys, is that Ovi is going to um, contract negotiations will pick up later in the year, April, May. You know, as we get right. closer to to playoffs or even in playoffs, um, I think he'll probably opt for a contract that ma- that that matches uh, Backstrom's, which will be four years, you know, uh, expiring four years from now. Uh, and if I had to guess, just based and, and uh, honestly, guys, Ovi, this is bad luck for him. He just really had bad timing. Think about Nicholas Backstrom. He signed right yeah. before COVID and got nine point two million dollars. Ovi now is dealing with the COVID economy, right? I mean, can you really, given the fact your team hasn't entertained fans in a calendar year in a sport where the majority of the money comes from the gate, can you really go? I need a raise, guys. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, imagine. I see, I see these new helmet ads. Can yeah. I get a raise? <laughs> but you know, the funny thing with those those helmet ads, those are that's fulfilling um, contractual stuff that's already been agreed to. Part of yeah. the reason that they're doing those ads behind the bench and on the helmets, that's make that's make goods. That is, hey, Cap One, listen, I know we can't, you know, people aren't coming to your arena and seeing your name on everything. So listen, and we, we honestly we can't afford to just give you back what you've already paid us. Or, you know, um, we need the money that's still coming in from you. How about we make good by putting your your logo on our helmets and we'll put some stuff behind the bench and we'll do. So those are make goods, not necessarily. That's not new revenue. Uh, the teams are still taking a bath, man. I mean, I, look, it's hard to feel bad for billionaire owners. Um, you know, especially I saw a stat the other day. It talked about how the richest like 1%, like their, like their net worth went up during the pandemic when everyone else lost money. But I mean, hockey, <laughs> hockey is running a team is expensive. Um, and Ted Leonsis is, he's, you know, he's taking a bath right now. It's, it's rough out there. Uh, Tark, I just have a question. Uh, by the way, I'm Ben. ben. Sorry, I'm late. Nice to meet you. Oh, ben, <laughs> I was uh, driving back to school, so sorry I'm late. But um, my, where are you? Uh, by, driving back to school. Where? I live in Muskoka, Ontario, and I drove to Waterloo, Ontario. I go to Laurier. Oh, cool! I know those places. I've driven along those roads. Yeah, perfect. So you know exactly. Right. Games and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, long, so feel free to call this question stupid, but I'm just curious. Since like Ovi's not having his best year production wise, do you think that will play into his new contract at all, or do you think it's just he's Ovi tearing him a blank check? You know, you bring up a valid point. I mean. It, it isn't his best year, but you know, if he's now he's he's not being represented by an agent, he's representing himself. Now, an agent an agent would t- would sit down with with Brian McCall and go, "Hey, listen, 
there were all sorts of mitigating circumstances here. I mean, I know his numbers are down, but look, he's an older guy. It took him a little, you know, it takes older guys a little bit of time to get into the season. And then he got, then he got slipped up in contract tracing and missed 10 days. So basically he started the season twice. Mm-hmm. Those are two slowdowns. And then there was a seven day gap because the flyers got COVID. So he's really started his season when it's hard already for a 35 year old to kind of get going. He's had to do this three times now. So get kind of some slack. Um, uh, that's probably, you know, the way they're looking at this. Um, I feel like right before that seven-day break because of the Flyers, I thought like he was starting to hit his stride. He started looking like old Ovi. Like he was starting to – he was moving his feet. He was making plays. He was starting – and then that break happened, and I feel like he had to start it up again. And just lately, the last couple of games, he started to kind of look like himself again. So – We'll see. I mean, I, I don't, to answer your question though, I, I, I can't imagine they're going to go, Hey, listen, <laughs> you know, in your uh, 15th season, uh, your numbers aren't quite where we thought they were going to be. We're going to only pay 8 million. Because At that point, he'll probably just go see a Moscow Dynamo. I'll be there and be there in a couple of days. Right. I mean, that, that, that's not going to happen. So it was a stupid Obi's question. It was a stupid question. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was stupid. There are no stupid <laughs> questions. I, I, I just don't feel like, I don't feel, I mean, now if he goes 20 more games with like one goal, yeah. I think, I mean, everything's negotiable. Everything's on the table. I mean, he ends up with, you know, what, eight, nine, 10 goals. I mean, I, it, like, we don't know what's going to happen here. I feel like he's, I mean, every time in my career, I've said Ovi is, is about to take a step back because of father time. He smacked me with a stick over the head and was like, nope, nope. sorry, bro. Not not, not yet. So yeah, I'm not yeah. willing to bet against him just yet. Yeah, because he'll go and score 14 goals in seven games. And it's like, oh, here we are. We're back to being the yeah. best. Yeah, so, time. you know, the, the Devils and the Sabres are bad. He'll start dropping hat tricks on them. You know, he'll yeah. score two goals on them and then score an empty netter. Yeah, you know, exactly. or actually he's not even out there a lot for empty net opportunities. But yeah. I don't know why we left. But, um, There's another complaint. What's Labs doing here? Put OV out on empty nets. Come on, man. <laughs> Or so in, to, in, to be fair, to start overtime too a couple times. Yep. So the one time it was because his foot was hurt. Remember he took a yeah, slap yeah, shot. Yeah, I think okay. a Malkin shot off the foot or something. Yeah, yeah I don't think he touched it overtime once that entire game. Yeah, um, I, I I think I think he was smarting. I, I think his foot was a little hurt. Remember, didn't he like miss the next practice? If I remember, was yeah, yeah, yeah. So his foot was hurt. Yeah. I, I got to that practice early by accident. I read the schedule wrong, and um, he was actually out in his skates and underwear. You know his his tights with the trainer watching him. So he was definitely smarting that game because they, they were trying to see if he could even go. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the, 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 the empty net, I mean, Lavalette coaches have different ways of coaching. I mean, you know, a lot of times in, in, um, in other years, empty net opportunity, empty net ice, that's a reward for, you know, the way you're playing. Laviolette sees it as a time to shut down the other opponent and he throws oh, out, yeah. out of those guys. So it's, it's an X's and O's thing. Yeah, you, I was don't Ovi, you don't think Ovi's leaning over the bench going, oh, yeah, oh has, a leg, has a leg over the bench? Yeah. That's sad. Sitting on the bench, like, we're you know, ready to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legs you know up. What? So the other day, God, who do they just play? Um, Boston. I feel like, was he out there? I feel like he was out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but Philly, Philly, Philly pulled with like three minutes left. Yeah, it, it, it was because they pulled the goalie early. But the, other, the funny thing about that was, I was thinking to myself, that's the fastest I've seen Ovi skate all year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a couple of times where he was, he was really dogging so the puck. Hard to get to get that puck. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, you guys played. I mean, when that yeah, yeah, net is was, out there, 
Total, you don't total go joke. back in the D zone unless the coach yells at you, right? You're in the yeah, neutral yeah. zone waiting for the deep defenseman to, to rim it. And so he's you just circling the blue line. Like, circling the blue the line. Pick. Love it. Total, yeah. total um, joke of a complaint, but I mean, still got to bring it up. We're still chasing <laughs> Gretzky here, you know? We, uh, collectively. The, the one thing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one thing that Todd Reardon did well was put Ovi out there on the empty net. Not the one thing, but that was one of them. Well, well the, the one, one thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are. So another thing we're going to bring up, obviously. So the Tom Wilson hit, the, yeah. the suspension. What was your initial reaction on that? And then obviously I'm sure you went back and rewatched and did the slow-mo and all that. And then why he didn't appeal. Because he's like, what, the first guy to ever get a boarding suspension when not hitting somebody from behind? I think was the what yeah, they were right. saying first about ever. it. But... That's right. Um, yeah. You know, so they definitely set precedent there. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, Tom Wilson, six foot four, 225 pounds, and he gets around the rink better than anyone that's ever played yeah. the game at that size. That's going to just physics say that that's going to that's going to lead to some bad outcomes. Right. Um, I feel like. There was a time in his career, probably in 17, 18, where he was a little out of control. Yeah, and he yeah. needed to change the way he was hurting guys and he needed to change the way he played. He needed to bring his target down. He needed to keep everything down. Um, he needed to be a little more judicious because of his size, just because he, he was hurting guys. I mean, it is, yeah. he just was. Um, that said, from that moment on, I, you know, after the 14 game suspension, I felt he was pretty well behaved. I mean, he kind of dialed it back. He dialed it back quite a bit. Um, it also depends on what team you follow or what team you cover or what team you cheer for, you know, it, it kind of colors your, 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 um, perception. Oh, as, as we became familiar with Kevin DuPont, I think at the Boston globe, as we became APD's familiar the best, with him, by the way, he, he's a little nuts. That tweet was a little over the top. I've okay. known him forever. He's actually a really good dude. And he's been covering hockey longer than mm-hmm. honestly, longer than we've been alive. Yeah. He's been, he, he was one of the first like big time beat writers to kind of introduce himself and Hey, if you need anything, if you got any, any advice or anything, just come see me. He's a really good guy. That's that was just I, the Boston brand right there. That's what that's he was the, tweeting. That's the Boston. Yeah. Brand. <laughs> it, it's the Philly brand. It's the Boston brand. You, you know, um, I mean, Kevin said it, Jack Edwards probably said it. I mean, oh my God, yeah, I, feel Jack I, call? Oh, I yeah. let these guys up in my recap. <laughs> like I let them up in my recap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, it, it was a little over the top. It really was. And I personally, I think that that might've, that might have factored into things a little bit. Are you wearing an F1 McLaren shirt, by the way? Yeah. You're a Big Formula F1 guy. guy? Oh, massive. McLaren's my nice. team, too. Yep, McLaren's nice. my squad. Okay. I did not know that about you. All right, who's your driver, Tark? Who's your driver on your team? Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. I'm a Ricardo McLaren guy. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've been um, I've been following Formula <laughs> 1, not probably as closely as you do, but um, probably since Aaron and Senna. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when I was a young guy, like when I, when I was younger and, you know, with ES, before ESPN, you would just kind of get what was on like ABC World, Wide World yeah. of Sports. Yeah. And every once in a while, they would have like the Brazilian Grand Prix on. And I was just like, these cars are insane. And They're so I just so got fast. into it. Yeah. They're so fast. It's so much better than NASCAR. And, yeah. and no one else likes it. So I started liking it. So, and well, then Netflix um, came out and then everybody likes it. Everybody's starting to get on it. Yes. The Netflix everyone thing. got into it after the Netflix series. Yeah. 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 So, I really enjoyed it there. Sorry to get sidetracked. What were we talking no, about? I again? love it. I don't even know. So, so yeah. I wrote a, I wrote a column for the athletic uh, yesterday um, in which I, 
I would say I defended Tom Wilson, but I basically said, look, here's a guy who's made some changes to his game and he's probably mm-hmm. got to adjust one more time. You guys got to, if you have, if you want to have some fun tonight, go read the comments. Oh God. Oh I don't my want God. To. <laughs> yes. Everyone hates Tom. Everyone hates Tom Wilson. They all yeah. they hate me for, for kind of, you know, not, not calling for him to be thrown out of the league. Um, so that was like yesterday's comments. It was like 200 of them. Then there was like the, the hundred today. It like swung 180 degrees in the other direction. Now everyone's like, yeah. hockey's over. This is the softest sport in the world now. Just, yeah. it, just go do your little favor. You'll laugh. You'll laugh if you, if you go read it. Um, uh, the, the, not the column, the, the comments. That'll be our Unleash the Fury segment for this episode. Yeah. We'll read comments on Tariq's article instead of comments from the Boston loss. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe next time we'll, we'll – because um, some of them were direct attacks on me. Maybe we'll um, we'll like do like a mean tweets kind of, you know, reading, dramatic yeah. reading. Yeah, exactly. Or something. <laughs> um, so, look, I, I, I think that that hit in general – uh, it had a poor outcome, obviously, for, for, for yeah. uh, Brandon Carlo. I, I think there were a number of things that happened. I think it started on Wednesday. It started with Trent, Trent Frederick going after Ovi. Um, no one on the cast bench like that. Tom Wilson is, is the – even though he's a 20-goal scorer, he's still the enforcer on the team. He didn't like that. Um, I asked him about it before Friday's game, and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like – I just went like this. Okay. He went, yeah, I don't know who that guy is, but he needs to chill out with that stuff. Um, uh, that was ridiculous. And then, so first period, what does he do? First time they're on the ice together, he goes after him. He misses him at the, at the boards in front of the Bruins bench. who's trying to blow him up there. Five seconds later, he goes and gets him along the boards in the corner and just throws him like four feet in the air. And then he's now he's mad and he's, and he's, and you know, the adrenaline's flowing. And again, I'm not making excuses for Tom Wilson here, but I'm just telling you the chain of events. So it's already in his head that he needs to get Frederick. He's, on, he's at the end of his shift now after blowing up Frederick two times, one time pretty hard. Uh, he's probably seeing red a little bit at this point. There was a big collision. And he sees Verona in a corner battle with Carlo, and he goes, ah, here's another guy I can go get. Knowing yeah. he's the biggest, baddest dude on the ice. And he goes, and he, he probably straight legs, straight legs it a little bit because he's tired, his end of his shift. And he catches Carlo in the head. I mean, you know, he, he kind of goes through the hands, through the stick, through the shoulder, and then his head, right? I mean, it was... It was, um, in my opinion, an avoidable play, probably an unnecessary play. That said, I would have thought a charge more than a board, too, from knowing he, he came a couple a step out. Yeah, I know it's like but the if three you to go, five, he, gl- he glides in. He glides, actually slows yeah. up. He glides in. I, I think I think boarding was probably the right call. So the the the, the referees on the ice, veterans, guys who've covered the been in the game for twenty years, they don't call anything. They go yeah. and they tell they go tell Cassidy why they're not calling anything. Uh, Wilson caught a stick to his nose and you know he he was bleeding, uh, the butt end of a stick it looked like. Um, to me, the seven game, the seven game suspension was the NHL telling him, "Hey, listen," because remember his last one was twenty. It could have been they could have they could have given him head contact, which would have been a build on twenty, which would have cost him the rest of the season, in my opinion, or at least at least thirty games or something big. They said we're going to give you boarding. We're gonna let you plead down to a lesser offense, but you have to think harder before you make these plays. You've got to stop doing, you've got to stop hurting people. You are the biggest, baddest hitter out here. You, you, you that was a hit that didn't need to be. You sent your message with Frederick on two big hits. You didn't have to go clean out Carlo. Yeah. 
Um, that's what I think happened, in my opinion. The reason you, the reason you don't appeal it. Because that, that um, probably plays into it right there, just the fact that they only gave them seven instead of a build on. Like, don't even think about appealing it, man. Like, we, you, you're kind of – it could have been worse. I, I don't I honestly, Matt. I, I don't think those were connected. I, I think gotcha. I think the I think the the lack of an appeal is okay. These games are being played every other game or every every other day. By the time I, it gets heard by Batman, it's gonna we're gonna be four games into this. Yeah. Exactly. By the time we get to the independent arbitrator, uh, it's gonna be seven. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be out. Like you're gonna be out of the suspension before it even gets heard. Remember the last time he appealed. Yeah, the 20 games knocked down to 14 games. Yeah, but he still yep. served 16 games yep. because the process took so long. Yep. So it probably was just, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just, well, let's just deal with these seven games. And, you know, fortunately for the Capitals, they've got enough forward depth. I mean, look, I, I had this number in my story the day. I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. But Wilson has missed 23 games due to suspension. I believe the Capitals yeah, are yeah, nine. Yeah, 30 now, yeah. Yeah, it'll be 30. So I think it's 9, 7, and I'm getting this wrong because that's not right. It's a winning record. We're good. (laughs) It's barely. It's like if you count in the third column, it's not. So they need them. But I think think in in short term, you know, you put Sprong in there, you you get Garnet Hathaway to play a little more on the PK, you get Baxter Minoshi out there on the PK a little bit more, and you just tell everyone else, hey, you got to step up and uh, score that goal. That goal every third game that Wilson would have gotten. Yeah. So I have my opinion on this on the suspension here is well, and this is clearly unbiased by me. Clearly. Let's just put that out there. Yeah. Um two games later, Brad Marchand decides to cross check someone outside of the play in the back of the head. Like has nothing to do with the play. Yeah. Why is that like why are plays like that not looked at? Like those are literally not hockey plays at all. That is literally just like just pure frustration. Class. He's the one who told the Capitals to be a little classier. Yeah, that was I, crazy. I, I, <laughs> and called Wilson a scumbag. Um, after yeah. yeah, but I, meanwhile, I, the, like watching that 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 intermission interview, I'm just like, this is the same dude who's licking people. Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about here? Yeah, he's yeah. Been I, he's, just, he's been suspended five times. He's been suspended more than Tom Wilson has. He's, what are you talking about troll. here? He's a, he's a complete troll, and he does well at it. Right, like, and he's, he's a good he's, hockey player. Yeah, and he's a great hockey player, but. Like I just I don't know and my like Tom Wilson's it's it's a hockey play but at the same time like yes he's he's got to calm down on that on on that because he's he's Tom Wilson he has like five suspensions or whatever but you've nailed it I mean it, he's Tom Wilson right so he's he's got a reputation now for injuring dudes with high hits yeah he, so, even though he wasn't a repeat offender there's still history <laughs> and they can still weigh history and and then are not trying to legislate him out of the game like Rafi Torres or or Matt yeah. Cook, but they, they they've they've um they've definitely sent one more clear warning that hey you need to you need to dial this back a little bit, son. And then but but like plays after the whistle are never looked at for some reason. Like Marshawn's cross check to the back of someone's head, I think is almost way worse because it's 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 just it's, Smith, it's, right? it's, not it's a very part. blatant. It's it's very blatant. It's not a part of the game at all. It's not he's not. The, I mean, the play is dead. So why, like, why are you not looking at that? Is my so opinion. It, I, they look at everything, by the way. So I've actually been in the war room on a Saturday night, and when I tell you they look at everything, they look at everything. It's it's an enti- it's a room above the Air Canada Center with probably a hundred screens in there, and everyone in there is a former player or former referee or somehow involved in hockey operations, and they have tablets like they're writing. They're watching, so there's there's games going on 
they, they can they can talk with a push of a button to every arena down to the officials. Um, they're grading the officials. They're grading. Um, they're looking at every single. Is Chris King up there? The night that I was there, it was Murph and Colin Campbell and I want to say Kane Whitmore. I only I ask because Chris King's from the same might've town been. I'm from, so I'm just asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> he he might have been. He might have been. Um, I I just so this is like probably like seven or eight years ago. I just don't remember. I do remember they ordered pizza, which was really cool. Um, <laughs> uh, also the, the the coolest thing about it that for me was it was a Saturday night and, um, right before the seven o'clock starts, one of the guys, I think it was Colin Campbell, like hits all the buttons and he goes right down the line. Carolina, this is Toronto. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Cool. And they go right to the next one. Uh, you know, Montreal, it's, it's Toronto. Are you guys there? So, you know, it's just, you can, there's just a, it's a really good system. Everyone, they're watching every play. They're evaluating every play. But like, if you're a fan out there and you're going, how come they didn't see that? Trust me, they saw it and they rewound it and they looked at it again and they said, hey, come over here, look at this. And they hit the button. They looked at it again. And they talked to each other and, you know, they probably brought someone else over to look at it and they decided, okay, well, mark that down or we don't, you know, yeah, we don't see enough there. Um, so uh, I forget where I was going with that, but they are looking at every single play. Yeah. It's all being evaluated. Uh, so, so someone saw the the cross check to the back of the head and said, uh, "You know what? That was a crummy move, but that's not that doesn't rise to the level of Rule Forty Eight. That that it, the, the player got back up, went to the bench, didn't miss a shift. I mean, yeah. let's go, guys, if Carlo gets up." And goes to the yeah. bench and doesn't and doesn't end up in the hospital. Are we talking about this? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Gotcha. Yeah, Jack I mean, Edwards is. Yeah, well, <laughs> all Edwards of, is. yeah, all of Boston media still is. Yes, for uh, sure. So, uh, uh, last topic here we wanted to bring up before we kind of start to wrap it up here is well, AB's been on this all year too, and I've I'm it's the goaltending. It's Vanacek. It's Samsonov. It's I thought before that second Boston game that we should have played Sammy. And it, obviously it's easy to say that once you look back and see that it was 5-1, but I thought beforehand we should have played him, not because he's been playing bad, but it's like, right, at some point we're running him into the ground. And maybe you saw that in that second boss game, not saying like he any of those goals are that bad of his fault. And then you see Samsonov come in. I'm, I meant Vanacek, sorry, for the last two. But then you see Sammy come in against Philly and kind of play mostly lights out. Obviously that one goal was kind of a fluke one, not that great by him, but he's been, he's been lights out. Is this where we now start to see that turn of, Sammy being the consistent starter with Vanacek plugging in the holes, or are we still going 50-50 here? Maybe even leaning more towards Vanacek still, which Lav seems to prefer to do. I, I would go with the latter there. I, I, I think it's still Vanacek's net. Uh, I think Sam Sonoff looked pretty good the other day uh, against Philly. The first goal, you can tell from his reaction, he didn't like it. Yeah. He never wanted to get beat five holes, kind of a muffin of a shot. He was caught in between going down and, you know, he didn't get a stick down. So, like, as soon as he got up, he looked at his stick and, like, yeah. cursed at it in Russian. Like, where were you? You know? Well, and he, so, yeah, he, like, um, like, the player missed his shot more than he missed that save. It's one Yes. And, and, you know, that happens sometimes, man. I, I mean, I was a goalie, dude. I mean, obviously, you know, really low level Montgomery hockey. I mean, it was but um you know those change up shots those are freaking hard yeah those are really hard because well, you know what else is really hard 
dump-ins that land right in front of you, and, and then, it's a puck. You have no yeah. idea what direction it's going to go when it lands. Those things are scary as crap. Yeah, because yeah. um, I remember, I remember Lundqvist, like in an interview, he was saying, like, I don't miss shots or I don't miss saves. They just miss their shot or something like that. And he was like, Yeah, you know, that's a great point. I mean, how many times have you seen a guy who just you know, shoots it off his heel or gets it off the toe, and instead of being ninety-two miles an hour like the like the goal he was expecting, it's seventy-eight and has a little flutter in it, and it just goes by him. Yeah, it happens. So I, I thought Sammy was really good after that. He still kicked out a few too many saves for me. You know, I mean, there were probably two or three where he, he literally kicked them right back into the slot. And I was like, yikes. Um, he's working his way back, man. I, 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 something tells me, and no one has told me this, guys. This is just me totally pulling this out of my um, backside and just a little bit of speculation based on what I've seen. I'm not so sure he was 100% healthy neck and shoulder-wise at the start of the year. He had missed a lot of conditioning because of it, you know, he, he was he was on the ice, but he wasn't able to go full go. I'm not, I think COVID, even though that kind of knocked him on his ass a little bit, I think that was another month, yeah, another month to heal up a little bit. Um, and so I think what we're going to see here from now on, I think Vonacek still still his net for now, but I think Sammy's going to slowly start creeping in with with the pressure. I mean, now we've seen both goalies, right? We've, we've Vonacek's good, good goalie. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't do the things Sammy does. Sammy has right. athleticism that Vonacek – I mean, you guys watch this game forever just like I have. I mean, you go and you watch Simeon Varlamov versus – just trying to think of like a – I don't know. Uh, another goalie the Cavs have had over the years. Not Holt because he was pretty athletic, but like maybe like a Michael Neuver. And you watch how he would go down and explode back up out of his butterfly and how he <laughs> – uh, I, you know, uh, Sammy has a little bit of that in him. Not, not, not like Farley, but he's also six foot three. When, yeah. when Sammy goes down into the butterfly, you don't see a whole lot. Yeah, he's still touching Vonacek's the crossbar. No, Vonacek's listed as uh, six two, but he's no way. He's not six two. Uh, size matters for goaltenders, and I think what you're starting to see is the ceiling for Sammy still, to me, is higher than the ceiling is for Vonacek. But I think Vonacek has made the most of his opportunity. He has now shown him, he's now shown management and the rest of the league that he's a national hockey league goalie. Like, like he's done with the AHL. He's not playing for Hershey, the Hershey bears again. Like he's, he's an NHL goalie. He at every step of the way in his career has grinded and improved and grinded and improved. And I think that he has shown that he can play, he can handle 30 games as a, as a one B or a backup. Um, I think Sammy, when he, when he, when he finds his game, and show some consistency. I think he could be a very good one. Maybe not all-star level, but very good. Yeah, yeah. I've been on that take pretty much since day one because you know me. I'm the overreacting. I'm the overreacting fan here. So I think you broke it in the Sam Pell the Sam Pell interview. You broke it. Like I think Vanacek is taking the starting net. But this was you guys had Sam Pell one. I, I didn't layer that one yet. What was that? Yeah, we did. That she's was great. She, she was like a fantastic. Month ago. Yeah, about a month ago or so. Yeah, so yeah you, we're now a, we're now a two, two media member podcast here. So I mean, you've yeah. still been on four or five times, and she's only been on once. But she, the fans loved her. They were they yeah. were craving Sam Pell. Yeah, she's she's good people. But yeah, I was uh, like, come playoff time, I I my take my hot take. This is my hot take. Is come playoff okay. time, Vanny Vanny might be Vanny's going to be the starter. Yeah, Vanny has the net for game one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to mark that down. Nice. Uh, <laughs> write about it. Tweet completely it. Completely torch you. And I, I, I think, I think uh, Sammy overtakes him. All right. 
That, that's what you want to happen too. You want Sammy to be your starter because that means Sammy's being Sammy at the moment. Yeah, it means he's I also wonder. Right I also wonder, guys. You ready for my hot take? Okay, yes. Okay. This is what I, I live I, for. I also <laughs> wonder. I also wonder if just for this one year, they go out and get somebody. They get a rental, like a oh, big you name. Think because Craig Anderson was bad. When yeah, he I've seen a lot of people say that they might go after like Kemp for Aranta in Arizona. Is it a goalie or is it a player? You think more so because I've 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 seen the because I mean I okay I take it back. Craig Anderson wasn't bad, but he didn't look great. We okay, get here, it. Here's what I would say. Here's here's what I say, guys. What team did Peter Laviolette come from? Yeah, Nashville, Nashville baby, man. Nashville. Oh. Is this who's, who's who's crashing and burning right now? Oh man. Nashville. And who was who was drafted by the Capitals but never played for the Capitals that we could get from Nashville? Frank <laughs> hey, Lowe Forsberg back. <laughs> Do you, you want to hear a crazy, crazy story? You want to hear a crazy story about Philip Forsberg? Yeah. So, God, Kareem is four years ago. We're in Nashville for a tournament, and somebody had a hookup with the Predators. It wasn't me. I don't remember what it was, but we ended up getting tickets for the, all the kids, the whole twelve-year-old team, to yeah. go see the Predators, the Blues at the Predators. They let us go downstairs. The kids got to fist pound the players as they went onto the ice. Great experience. It got t-shirts and little yellow, terrible towels. Had a lot of fun. Philip Forsberg scored a natural hat trick to start the second period. And everyone, all the kids there are all Capitals fans. And they're all like this. Yeah. This is the dude we just <laughs> traded away? Like, what? what is this? <laughs> like, it, it could not, like, from there, the night from there went like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. For, for the... Yeah. For Martin Erat, man, what a trade! Straight up. Hey, don't forget Michael Lada. Michael Lada. Michael Lada. Oh, Michael. Lada. Martin Erat right. had one goal that year, man. Come on. Is Empty he in the K? Is he in the K right now? He's playing somewhere, right? Or did he just retire? I can't. Last remember. I saw, Lada was in the K. He was on Kunlun Red Star. He was, yeah, he was on the Red Star. Oh, that's that's DSP's team, right? Yeah, he was on yeah, there yeah, for yeah. at some point, but I haven't really. Yeah, and up. who else played? Um, Peter Bondra's older older boy plays for uh, David. Kunlun. David, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott. He just got because he's coming on actually on one of our local episodes since he's from around here and I used to skate with him. Yeah, I think he got just like transferred to the Czech League. Oh, okay, recently. yeah. Because my yeah. son, my son skated with the Bonder boys over the summer at yeah. the Black Bears. Um, yeah, Nick practices. and David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah, super cool. People. Yeah, they're they're very good, good too. Yeah. Cool. Well, Ben, what you got? I know you got something. I do actually. I have one big question that you I need a, to you ask. Have a Kobe a, jersey hanging behind you. What is the purple and gold? There? Those are towels. Oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's the weirdest. That's the weirdest goddamn collection of towels. That's the weirdest one, collection of towels. Just one, one golden mustard one and one royal purple towel. I had two brown ones, but they didn't work well, so I got these ones. Okay. Anyways, what I was gonna ask was: there's a few people on Chirp and DMV that think John Carlson is not just playing bad, but is bad. And I just have to defend this guy. It feels like every day. Saying it's not us two, by the way. It's not these two, by the way. I have to defend John Carlson every day saying he's not a bad defenseman. And I just need you to back me up here. It's, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's a you. good defenseman. Look, the, the Capitals are one of the top teams in the league. Okay? They're, they're what, two points? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Two points behind in the division right now. In the toughest yeah, division so. in, in, in hockey. This dude plays more than everybody on the team. Plays 25 minutes a night in yeah. every situation. If you're bad, that's not happening. I guess it's not happening. You, 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 people notice the mistakes because he's out there all the time. The puck is always on his stick. He's exactly. always around. He's well, always around the action. So your eye gets drawn to 74. You're like, why isn't he? Oh, 
The reason is because he's all he's always there. He's he's That's always near the back carrying the puck. Or... There's a microscope on him because he's the eight year eight mil D that plays 25 minutes. You nailed it. You nailed it. He's a very good defenseman. I mean, uh, I was disappointed he didn't win the Norris last year. I, I thought yeah. that that was his that was going to be his year. Um, it's the Capitals don't win Norris trophies. What do you come on? <laughs> yeah. it's never no, gonna no, no, I didn't. Um, they won a couple, right? Who? Yeah, I'm saying like Mike Green got shafted. I thought Mike Green oh, oh, I was saying. up, yeah. gets shafted. Carlson gets shafted. Our, our front runner this year is going to be Jensen, I guess, after the last <laughs> couple of games. I'll tell you, Norris. man, you want to talk about a dude who's turned his turned his uh, his tenure in DC all the way around? Yeah. It's yeah. Nick Jensen. I've always thought he was Nick a good Jensen. dude and a decent hockey player. He just the gears appear. Whatever, whatever they were doing to him the coaches were doing to him last year there was too much you could see the smoke coming out of his ears there was too much thinking and not enough reacting he wasn't able to play his game yeah he was just constantly waiting what side what that, that where am I supposed to, he just it was too much there was too much going on he now he's just allowed to play hockey play the way he yeah. played in detroit he's using his legs um that goal yesterday how cool was that I mean, you, you, you could just see everybody on the bench too is just so i and let me tell you one more thing about nick jensen He's literally the last guy off the ice for practices. He, 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 I think he has like mental visual visualization things that are going on, but he also just is working on a shot and doing other things. I mean, he wants, he wants to be good really, yeah. really badly. So, you know, it's always a good, it's, it's a lot of fun when you know a guy works that hard to see him finally breaking out. And, yeah. you know, I, you know, well, I remember, I remember like earlier last season um, before COVID hit and everything, when we had you on and I was like, we got to get this guy out of here. I was the biggest Jensen hater at first. And then when the caps, when he started changing things around was when the caps started going on that slope on, on the downward slope and they were playing real bad. Jensen was actually starting to become one of the better defensemen. And he was like their best D in the bubble too. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. But. Yeah, 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 for sure. hundred percent. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like he, and, ever and since going into the bubble, he was good. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like ever since going into the bubble, when the caps were kind of sloping downward, Jensen was actually like rising and, and I was finally like, Oh man, this guy actually can like, he can play. He's, yeah. He's figured yeah. it out. And he's, he's been probably our most consistent player. I would say. Sorry. Um, other, other people are texting me. About <laughs> I, things. I was like, um, it was like completely more, more important people. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, you know, you know, when your phone like buzzes like yeah. four times in like a, in like 30 seconds, now you have to look, yeah, make yeah, sure that nice. everything's okay. Oh, yeah. it's just someone complaining about the Golden Knights. You got the sides. update that we got Forsberg? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking, Breaking the news. The Let's go. <laughs> so, by the way, before we let the Forsberg thing get out of control, that's not that's actually not who I was thinking about. Oh, I was, sure. thinking, I was yeah. thinking about well, more more complimentary pieces, you know, Matthias Ekholm type Well, who guys. did you want, Ben? Was I like Ekholm. Yeah, Ekholm's a good yeah, player. I, I'm talking about dudes like that. I mean, yeah. look, let's also be honest, guys. The Caps have, don't have, are going to have a lot of, you know, they don't have a lot yeah. of cap room or it's not going to be a problem. They, they will be able, to be able to add players. They'll be able to move things around. But they don't, they really don't have a whole lot of equity, man. Do they want to trade another first round pick? Do they want to trade a Connor McMichael? You're finally starting to, you know, you got a good player, McMichael down in Hershey. Like, you don't want to start dangling those guys yet. Um, I mean, at some point you're going to have to rebuild. You can't, you don't want to end up like Chicago and suck horribly for a long time after, you know, when everything you know, comes down, it crashes down a little bit. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like you want to keep a few bullets in your, in your holster. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like McMichael and Alexiev are like the two like untouchables for, they should be the untouchables for us. I like Alexiev's game a lot. I've seen, I've seen a couple of his highlights. 
I put McMichael there. I'm not so sure about Alexia. Alexia? I, I, he's good. He's good. I was going to say, I've seen, I've seen some of his highlights, and I'm like, this kid, I, I can't wait for this kid to get up here. Like, he's got great size, man. He's got good size. There's there's some untapped offensive upside there. Yeah. I think Proton, um, no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Fairvari's a little ahead of him, and they're both mm-hmm. lefties. Yeah. Um, I think Protoss is in that mix, too. Okay. Um, those are the guys I would kind of keep my eye on uh, in, in terms of, you know, being able to help soonish. You know, yeah, like four year or two. years. <laughs> Or three, or maybe three. Yeah. I don't know. A couple. Yeah. So my last question here for you, Tark, is what do you see that's working best for the Caps right now, and what's what's the worst part about this team right now that needs to get fixed? What's I working? Think I have the answer, but what's working the best? I would say they've cleaned it up defensively, with mm-hmm. the exception of the Boston game, where everyone was preoccupied with what was going on with yeah. Wilson. Wipe that uh, game uh, off the slate. Yeah. Take that yeah. game out. Yeah. They've um they've figured out what Laviolette wants from them defensively um, and Kevin McCarthy wants from them defensively. I thought they were pretty good at suppressing shots in the few games before that. Um, the the goals against average is starting to go down. The power play has been, Terrible. has been okay. productive, but, but lately it's really dropped off and it just, this is what the eyeball test. It just tells you, yeah, what's yes. going on here? You know, for a while there, they were like 33.3% small sample. Which made no sense. There. It made yeah. zero sense. It didn't, I didn't know what was going on. You know what it is? Okay, guys, you know my theory on what it is? The capitals are able to break the algorithm in terms of like what we see and what this and what the advanced analytics tell you about possession and other, you know why? Because when their dudes get the puck on their stick, they beat the goaltender. Yeah. Right? yeah. The, the, unless the, it's a road know, game. Unless it's a road game. Right. Unless it's unless, exactly. But, <laughs> but, I, but I think one of the reasons that the Capitals outdo the analytics every year is because they just have elite, elite talent. They have a couple dudes who they just need that one shot and they know when to bring it up and they know when, you know, when you have to, and when it's crunch time and they're able to do it. Um, so expected goals don't apply <laughs> capitals for some reason. But um, uh, those are the two things. So, yeah, I, I like to see the power play get into a really good groove, <clears throat> meet the eye test. You know, uh, everyone starts contributing on it a little bit the way it did three or four years ago. And I think this is a team that's got a chance to make a run, man. I, I, look, this division is tough. And I think what it's doing is it's, it's going to sharpen them. You know, yeah. what's, what's the football st- st- uh, saying? Steel or iron sharpens iron. I think yeah. it's going to get them. It's going to get them ready for for um, Tampa for a postseason run. So someone good's going to get left out. Someone good's going to get left out. They are. They really are. But, uh, Two good teams are going to get left out. I think in this division. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, look. In my opinion, I think Boston Capitals and Flyers maybe are the three that I think are legit even though the flyers are you know very much this right now <laughs> and you know, yeah, the first. i take that back yeah. <laughs> of the islanders <laughs> capitals islanders boston are the three teams i think after yeah, that it's a little bit of trots has that team running man like they they i don't know what it is they look good barzal's figured out his game and how to play in that system at the same holy time holy crap how about that between I the legs, between shot the the legs yeah Insane. We've almost had two Obi goals like that this year. Yes. He's tried it twice. He's tried it twice. So I've been watching him really closely in practice to see if he's working on it. He never works on it. No. He just does it. 
He did like, have the one in like Boston. Like four guys around him too. Like, yeah. Tries that. <laughs> well, someone tried it the other day. What was it, Ovi? Against Boston. Yeah, know? against Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm getting old. Hey, B, Ben, any last questions? Uh, yeah, I guess I got one. Does Kuznetsov turn it around this year? Jesus. RC lost calls. Burn <laughs> him. No, I'm just kidding. I'm never going to give up on him, man. I, I'm not no, going to give up on him. Me either. I love him too much. Um, I do like the koozie bird. I, 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 I think he's had, he's had, a, he's been dealt a pretty tough hand. You know, I, I think he's, he had COVID bad. Like it, it, it knocked him off his, it knocked him on his ass. I mean, it was not great. Um, well, he, he probably shouldn't have been talking shit. He was talking <laughs> about COVID. <laughs> I think, you know, the honey people, do you know, I know a lot of people that talk shit and then got it and they were like, yep, I take I'm everything back. And he's like, right here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> um, uh, so I'm not holding that against him, but I think yeah. that set him back a little bit. I don't know what happened to his upper body or whatever happened that kept him out of those two games, but that's, that's taken him a little bit. He's, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I can tell you this, Ben, he has to turn it around. Yeah. When his team has yeah. Backstrom, Kuzi, Eller, and Dowd, one, two, three, four, and they're all going right down the middle, they are a tough team to beat. Yeah, if you're going to win a really championship or make a run, buzzing, yeah. if you're going to make a run, you need those four dudes to be on their game. Backstrom's on his game. I would say, especially when Backstrom's no kidding. Eller is on his game. I've oh, yeah, saying, that was on his game. I've been saying since game five, this is going to be sec- Backstrom's second best season of his career outside of that 100.1 back in 2012. You were saying that since when? Like game five. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I see, he, I, I, I've been I, on I, it. I've been on that all When he had like 10 points already. Yeah. I mean, he's playing great. Um, something's off with his face-offs, but uh, Michael Peck is working yeah, with him on it. I, I think you'll – Yeah, that's yeah. a great hire, by the way. Michael Peck a hiring. I love that. Nick Dowd took to that guy quick. Have yeah, you seen Nick Dowd's numbers lately in the face-off? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like 70% or like 65% or something crazy. Yeah, that's the that's the worst part about this game is our fucking face-offs. God. Yeah, yeah, but they're better. They're better. They're better. I, they're better. I, I did a deep dive on the numbers of the day. They're across the board better. The place where they, the one of the reasons that their numbers, so I actually broke it down by lefty righty. Because they have lefties, um, um, their right numbers suck. And that okay. kind of drags the whole average down. Um, but Oshi's also know. not a natural centerman, so he doesn't take that. Yeah. Oshi's numbers are actually good, he but right he doesn't side. take enough really. So I didn't I didn't really evaluate him because he was under, I think he was under hundred. So you know the reason they have Oshi take face off, not only because he's good at it, because especially on the power play. Yeah, right. Side. Because he right plays side. in the middle. Yeah, because he plays in the middle when they're on the right side in the offensive zone. If you take Oshi, if Oshi takes the draw, he's already in the middle, right? You don't have mm-hmm. to he doesn't have doesn't to, have to you know, do a crisscross. Yeah, yeah. That comes right back to Carlson. He's just sliding into the slot right there. Exactly. Exactly. So you save 0.5 seconds, and he's already good at it. So why not? Um, and, you know, he, what, he played two, three games at center because of the injuries? I think so, yeah. Um, yep. Maybe maybe even four. Um, he, was, he was good in those games. Um, I, he just hasn't been good at shootout. Yeah, he hasn't been great in shootout. He hasn't been great in shootout lately. I mean, they're going with Rana first now. I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of a shakeup. I feel like anytime an Oshi, there's an Oshi missing a shootout, it's kind of like I get the feeling like this is an auto caps loss in the shootout. Yeah. Oshi's not tucking. Yeah. AB, we'll leave it to you, man. Final question. Um, Man, I just had one. Oh, okay. So I think it I think it was in the Boston game when I was watching the post game. Bruce Boudreau, uh brought up 
something about uh oh yeah because it was they were talking about Baxter's 700th assist um and this is something that i was saying like for the past two years about the power play how to fix the power play shifting ov into that mid bumper spot so that's a shorter pass and um carlson swinging down to the ov spot so he said when Backstrom's rookie season bruce boudreau was the uh was the coach they said he was on the fourth line they're like why the hell is this guy on the fourth yeah, line he's Switches told that story every time he's been on oh has he CSN. yeah okay. boudreau yeah, he loves it and and then Backstrom scored that first game in yep. philly and he was like oh yeah that's right my other first round draft pick <laughs> yeah so bruce bruce boudreau did that in the in the uh with their power play unit switching ov into the into the mid bumper spot like sometimes not all the time why don't we why don't we try that now because it's the ov office yeah you have we have Carson carlson in the ov office is he allowed to go in the OV? i'm just kidding i, I mean um, I, have a key. <laughs> I, I think part of the reason is because oh she's so damn good at it right I and mean, even wilson yeah. on the second unit is good at it like if you put so you know when you're designing power plays you got to remember. So if you put Ovi in the bumper spot, then where does what would he do with Oshi? Where does he go? Does he go uh, to the Ovi office? Does he go to the top? You don't want Oshi at no, the top. Yeah, I was he's not that. fast enough to get back if if the pucks over hops over his stick. Do you want him on the wall as the quarterback, kind of directing traffic? Do you want him retrieving pucks in the corner? Where do you want him? I mean, so I mean, what we have seen so far this year is they are more willing to kind of switch things up and kind of move guys around. I mean, I can't remember which game it was guys. I don't have my notes in front of me, but there was a game um, a few weeks ago where Ovi was at the back post. Carlson was in the Ovi office and Backstrom was, Oh, devils. And um, Backstrom was at the top, was at the top, um, which also seemed a little risky. And then Ovi was also at the top and Carlson. Was, so like they were moved. There's more, there's more movement. There's more, Thank more guys you. are mixing yeah. it up. Um, you know they've got they've got Verana in the koozie spot, or they you know they've had that a couple times, you know several times. They got to get it together. I mean because yeah, yeah. Th- there's too much talent for them to not be a top five unit. Um, and they have like three goal scorers on there. Or I mean honestly, four of them are yeah. goal scorers. Yeah, they've also got to figure out how to draw more power plays. I think they're toward the bottom in terms of yeah. power play time. They got to figure out a way to, to draw those, but yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if they get the power play going and uh, and the goalies and the goalie situation sorts itself out, this could be a fun spring. Could be a fun spring. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like. Uh, it's it's funny that this is this is the other thing that I'll say is Caps Twitter is kind of all over the Caps right now, and it's like one of their best starts. It's like Labs like Labs ever. has like the best start in Caps franchise history. It's like how are we like. Now I feel bad for like the Caps and the me- and the Caps media. Like, how are you? How are you guys this strongly against them right now? They're playing actually very, very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't pay attention to the opinions on Twitter very much. It can kind of cloud your your uh, decision making and your thought process on stuff. I try not to, you know, I'll quickly glance at what people are talking about, but. You know, yeah, I, I love fans. I'm a fan of other. I'm a fan of Formula One. I'm a fan of other teams. But you know what? I'm irrational with my fan of, of yeah. Lewis Hamilton. And other, you, you, you don't think straight when when you're a fan, right? You're that's sort of right. a fanatic, right? Yes. So we care too much. Care too much, Alex. You care too much. I we mean, like, do you lose sleep when they lose? Like when the Capitals lose, I go to sleep, man. See, I don't lose. Well, sleep. ask me in like 2015 after that Game Seven Rangers loss. If yeah, I, I slept say, for a couple play, days, play, but... playoff games. Oh, yes, I do lose sleep a little bit. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> 
Like, what can I do to watch this game better so they win next time? Jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> honestly, am I, I not wearing? Am I not wearing the right shirt right now? Like, what the hell? When they won the when they won the cup, I wouldn't let my mom watch the game with me. They won on her birthday. She wasn't allowed in the room with me. So, how did you become a Capitals fan in Ontario? Honestly, I was like seven, and they got those new like red jerseys, and I was like, "Ooh, nice red jerseys!" <laughs> and then I just followed them ever since. <laughs> and everyone, everyone in town is a Leafs fan. Big Leafs fan. Yep. Yeah, that's fun. Well, they're rolling this year. They are. Yeah. They are fun, man. They're hot. I, I actually, I have a future on them to win the cup. Not I dumb. Like three futures. Dumb. Yeah, that's not dumb. Yeah. I mean, except for they haven't done this in '67, so you got you got like yeah. All of history going into, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I, well, I, have a, I have a future. Good hockey team. I have a future on them to win the cup, and a future on them to win their division. So the well, division one looks like, looking real. Division good. one's a wash. You'll, you'll get paid there, yeah. yeah, yeah. That the, the division, but if, especially if they can keep get to play, get to keep playing Braden Holpe in that. Yikes. Um, yeah. But yeah, right. there it is. Tark, we appreciate your time as always, man. It's a pleasure. We'll have to reconvene here in a couple couple months and see see how Mercedes is doing. Now that now that McLaren's got the Mercedes engine in there, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be buzzing a bit this year. Yeah, but are, are they getting the same Mercedes engine? No, oh, hell, no. they never do. Hell no. <laughs> the one from Lewis Hamilton's 2017 championship is the one. They hey, get. hey, um, Hamilton debuted his new car the other day. Did you see the paint job of that thing? So sick, so sick. And some sick. of the new teams have some awesome looking liveries. But yeah, the Mercedes one's clean looking. Well, cool. Yeah, it is, Tark. As always, thanks again, guys. Man. Thanks again to Tark for hopping on. Always a pleasure. And that guy Blake, he's coming for your throat. I think Ben. What do you say? He, you, oh. you were pumped when Tark just had your. You, you were nervous to ask that question. I could tell. I was, I was, but I'm also nervous for that guy Blake's reaction. I'm nervous for his reaction. This guy's coming for my throat. That that guy Blake is coming for a headshot. Like so, yeah. A Tom Wilson charge. <laughs> You gotta, hey, coach. Yeah, you're losing. You're losing the locker room here a little bit. All right, there's a, there's a little turmoil in the locker room. From no, I think right now it's half and half. What, we're not in like we're not in like small sectors of like this, that, and the other. I see. I know there's terminal turmoil, um, but I think the turmoil's you're either on side A or side B. It's it's become a two man race now. It's not just like a lot of different people picking at different yeah, things. Yeah, th- that's the worst. You should know? I make should I make like a Captain America Civil War poster with just chirping DMV Civil War and just put our Yo, face on side. like Blake? I, I think would you say Noah's probably on Blake's side? I think when it comes to the Carlson. I think yeah, or, you got like analytics yeah, versus the eye test. But, but like but like DJ's <laughs> on DJ's on AB side. When I said one when I didn't even slander Vanacek, I just said he shouldn't have started. Like AB yeah, and true. DJ both. Yeah, fucking I saw that. My nuts. I didn't. I I didn't know who was running the. I didn't know who was running the account that night. I was like, "Geez, AB came out of his shell for this one." AB was fucking hammering at me. Yeah, well, I'm. I, mean, there, I know there was no Vanny slander, but my point was, it didn't matter who was in net because those goals were like, yeah, yeah, they were going in, and you were saying I, I, my I, my my thought process is, I just think we're overdoing Vanacek. No, yeah, I I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that, but. When when you said like when you tweeted or when Chirpin and V tweeted, yeah, um, nobody else well, wants to take I, the reins I during cast games should and live tweet. I, I need to be free one night. I'm gonna take something it. like that. I was like, all right, this this cannot be a, a told you so moment. All right, no goalie would have made any of those saves. Chirpin from the Twitter account from the Chirpin Twitter account is it's a job. I'll take it, own. but I'll have to block some people because I'm just gonna point out everything carlson does right i'm gonna make the team keep that puck in like that's a, that's a good play like yeah. that's a good player 
But I think the fans know who's t- well. Once they get a feel for your style, they know who's tweeting. Because like, remember when KP used to tweet games, and he wouldn't actually yeah. tweet; he would just send gifs the entire time. Yeah. Just like say something. Nah, no, no. <laughs> I like send it. gifs. Besides, send gifs. KP, KP was awesome at it. KP was uh, a great. He was a great tweeter out there. He was a great tweeter. <laughs> so cap schedule coming up here um, tonight. New Jersey Devils. It's a one-off game. It's at home or back at Capital One. Finally. Uh, 8, 11, and 2. Not much to say here. This is a game you just kind of need to keep the keep the streak going. You know, get a get an easy W, get a nice like 4-1 win at home. OV2 goal hitter. Uh, do, do you um, do you maybe go Sammy back in net knowing it's the Devils, or do you go Vanacek again? I don't know. I would probably put Sammy in just to get him some more games. Yeah, actually, I do agree with that. As much as I'm a Vanny okay. stan, I do think we need to get – Because if you look at it this way, so go. Tuesday night or tonight at home versus Devils, uh, and then you're back on the road for two straight versus Philly. You're going Thursday and Saturday at Philly. So, I mean, if in these three games, does Vanacek or Sammy play too? Because this is where this plays in the account too. So, after this Correct. Saturday Philly game, yeah. After this Saturday Philly game, you have a back to back on Monday and Tuesday at Buffalo, then versus the Islanders. Have another back to back Friday, Saturday versus the Rangers, versus the Rangers at home. And then you got like four days off. And then the next Thursday, Friday, it's another back-to-back Devils, Devils at home. So after these next three games, the next six games are all back-to-back. So you you got to assume damn well that that entire set of games is going to go one and two, one and two, one and two. One and two. Yeah. yeah. So these kind of three games, I think, is where it starts to tell you, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think – I'm, I'm not sure if Labs like, is looking that far ahead. That'd be awesome if he is. Uh, I feel like do – you, do you think he only goes game by game, or do you think he is looking at that and he's like, all right, then we're going to play Vanny twice here? I think he probably I, goes game by game. You can, you can say that, but it's also tough, especially this season. I mean, as a coach, you're, you're, you, you, you may say you're going game by game, but you know damn well you're looking at that calendar at least the week of. Like, what's this week got in store for me? You know what I mean? But you're looking right. at shit. <laughs> He just sees Vanacek each week. Yeah, just he just sees across it's all that, seven It's days. like that meme where he's like, he's like his glass, and he undoes his glasses, and it just says Vanacek <laughs> on everything. And it's just like that. But I mean, I'm, I, you look at, I don't care what level you're at. You're looking at the calendar. You're not going, I'm not looking right past this game because you definitely are. You're looking at the week ahead in case, what if this happens? What if this happens? What should my, what is my game plan right now coming into this week in terms of what I think I'm going to do goaltending? And then we'll take it game by game and see who plays how and, whatnot you think he shakes up an eight ball and says who do i start you know what i mean you know those old eight balls let's say did i tell you what to do yeah <laughs> i mean i know th- i know those old eight balls yeah <laughs> oh, like Todd Reardon. sorry different we're talking balls, about our, we're talking about that our new means school. two that means two things <laughs> yeah so lively yet looking at the schedule all right all right <laughs> so <laughs> I still. Sorry, I we went know. off the rails like five times that Tarek interview too. We were just like talking about something. We were just like Formula, Formula One for five minutes. He's like, "What you're, the fuck were we talking about?" You're from Canada. Um, yeah, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> what color are the towels behind you? <laughs> that a Kobe shirt? No. Yeah, this. Is, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. We're we're just an off the off the rails podcast now. We're yeah. kind of taking over, uh, spitting chicklets. Yeah, suck it, biz. Yeah, losers. Just kidding. I like you guys. They're, they're, they're guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Please support me. What you got, AB? You're on the. You've been on the verge of something like three times, but we've just. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't even know. What about we're shaking about. up an eight ball. Yeah, I don't. What were we talking it's, about? Lavalier trying to figure out which goalie he wants to play when. Oh, I really don't know. I just. I. Yeah. I think he goes game by game, and I think. 
next game he'll be like, uh, I think he'll say Sammy played pretty well. Let's 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 see if he can get something going here. Um, and then go back to Vanny. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's, it's, it's a complete toss up at this point. No. So, yeah, you know. I mean, I totally agree. I'm not the, I'm not in there. Like I want to see Martin. Sammy start getting games though. I, I, if I'm the coach, I go Sammy tonight, Vanny Thursday, Sammy Saturday. And then you go Vanny, Sammy, Vanny, Sammy, Vanny, Sammy. So you want to see Sammy twice? Fucks with that. Yeah, yeah. Give him, give him, give him the devils at, give him the devils at home. What, what the hell was? What did I see earlier? One of the caps people tweeted. I think I don't think Vanacek's or Samsonov's won at home this year. He hasn't won a home game yet this year. Uh, I mean, he's how many games? He's only played like four, right? Yeah, no, but still, he hasn't won a home game yet. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see Vanny tonight. I mean, not Vanny tonight. Sammy tonight. I want to see Fan- Sammy tonight. Uh, versus Devils, a, sh- a must because even if he lets up two goals in that game, like we should be scoring four goals this game. Correct. You know what I mean? We're Correct. Scoring three, four goals this game. Uh, OV, and OV should be scoring two of them. Yeah. Like it's, that's a that's a must. That's a must OV score game. Is it? You know, is, um, is that what we call that? Yeah, I think that's score? the creative name we gave it. The must yeah. OV score game. <laughs> Or it's like Noah's tweet. Every time Obi scores, you see the tweet Noah sends out. It's just like we fucking on the Alex Ovechkin bed tonight. And it's just like a bet with like Alex Ovechkin sheets, fucking pillows, all kinds of crazy shit. Well, you have your can't win games and you're in your, and you're, or no, your must win games and you can't lose. Can't lose this. Yeah. And uh, we need an, yeah, just an Obi score game. Yeah. This is one of those. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, Yeah, I agree. I mean, sure. Let's go for it. Can't score against the Devils. This is yeah. This is an OV score game. OV needs to score. score against the Devils at home. Cool. Well, there it is. That's all I really got for the Caps. AB, it's Monday night. You know what that means? Episode three of Bear Town. Uh, I was trying to figure out what nights has come out. Mondays at nine. Nice. Is it good? Because I actually crushed yes. the book like two summers ago. It's fucking sick. It's, really? it's two episodes in. It's five episodes. The third one came out tonight. It's it's pretty. Oh, it's only five so- episodes long. Yeah. It was so like oh, random. Like fuck, I was like looking man. up like hockey books or something like two summers ago, and that one it sounded Damn, like I was my hoping town. This... And I'm, yeah, so I just bought the book and crushed it. I'm like, it's pretty good. I was hoping this was gonna go like four fucking seasons. God damn it! No, it's just like one. It's like a one-off story type thing. Um, I'm looking at the Caps website right now. They got Brendan Dillon video on here and his uh, John Carlson spitting chiclets hoodie. Oh, nice. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah we'll I tried to get one of those hoodies uh, so many uh, times, but they were sold out forever. Yeah. I heard rumblings around the uh, around the organization that Dilly was super nervous about going on chicklets. Well, where'd you hear that from? I was just talking to my buddies that like work for the team and shit. And they're like, "Yeah, he, he, I talked to him about it." And he was like, "It was because the interview was awesome." Yeah, yeah. And he, was, he, was, he just told him like he was, he was like, "Yeah, I was super nervous about it and shit." <laughs> Why so, would you be? Ner- I, 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 I like grill him. We'll the just nervous it. that he's gonna say the wrong thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only thing you have to be nervous about, right? Like you say something stupid and you're like, "Oh fuck!" And now my name. Painted forever. Nah, unless you have a great producer like me that would cut it out for him. Yeah, exactly. Grinelli would have done the same shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're better than Grinelli. I got you, though. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> besides Beartown, I mean, that's all I really got. What's up with you guys this week? Did you see that fight at Bath and Body Works? Yeah. Did you also see the Project X party in Colorado? <laughs> did see that, too. Yeah. <laughs> they flipped the fucking car. <laughs> That's sick. That's <laughs> just like moving it like it was like the internet this weekend literally was just a bunch of fucking moms just beating the wheels off of each other in a bath and body works over some lotion and some towels, purple and gold towels. And then yeah, it was some Kobe Bryant. Some one. some house party 
in Colorado University of Colorado Boulder or something, it turns into like an 800 person party where they're lighting off fireworks and flipping cars, and the SWAT team showed up. They're literally like crowd surfing a mini. <laughs> that is so sick. That would have been so sick to be there. It's dude. just like a thousand people. They're just like, fuck it. It's just like, what the hell? And for no reason at all, I feel like. Did they win a game or something? Did they win like a women's softball? It's, it's Col- I don't know. It's being Colorado Boulder, who the fuck knows? But it, they went nuts. Yeah, it was pretty fucking sick. Um, yeah, I got. We have the squad coming down this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like uh, the Baltimore squad Mike Devine, K Ray. Ronnie, um, win? No, no win. He's Win just bought a house, so he's doing a lot oh, of housework. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he has to remind us every single fucking day. I was like, dude, we get it. You bought a house. We don't care. Actually, we uh, do care. Congrats, Win. I'm sorry yeah. if you're listening. Congrats, I know you're not yeah. listening, but <laughs> hey, what the fuck, Win? Um, I love yeah. it though. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. I think. Well, I met a girl at the bar Saturday night, so we're, I'm gonna meet her on Wednesday night. She just texted me, actually. Dude, Jim Robert. and Jim just. <laughs> I vague. Well, the, the, the kind of thing, the, the kind of thing's kind of funny because she said something. She's like, I vaguely remember meeting you. I was like, haha. Guess Ooh. what? Same. You do love her. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Nice. Basically, you know how I am with these yeah. type of things, AB. Yeah. So Everyone's the one. Yeah. Mrs. Cole. Everyone. So Jim. Jim ended up going to so he was at a uh, bachelor oh, party dude. this weekend in Key West. Uh-huh. And they fucking, he's uh, this is the one who's like he's he's friends with Tyler Higby, and so they fucking rented out the the Key West, uh, the what's what's the uh, the real world Key West house. Oh no shit! Time. Yeah, it, it he was snapping us all weekend. I was like that house looks fucking sick. It was like well, three thousand know dollars a night. You know what I've been crushing is Jersey Shore. Yeah, that's a that's great a good show. show. That is a good show. Is this your first time? No, I'm, okay, I'm a repeat. I'm a repeat, I'm a repeat offender. God. Yeah, dude, that's a, Jersey Shore is probably the best reality show there is. 100. It's so good. Yeah. 82. Who's 82 on the Flyers? As I watch, I'm rewatching this Oshie highlight. <laughs> I don't fucking know, <laughs> dude. I don't know, dude. The Flyers jerseys are actually so hard to see because you can only get a, a good glimpse of the shoulder, and their orange fucking numbers on the orange shoulder are tough to see. Yeah. That's because their fucking jerseys suck. It's because they suck. Yeah. Yeah, losers. Fucking yeah, fuck you, Kreppel. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's end it with this. What kind of song should I leave the people with? Have you guys been have, ever since I mentioned that a couple weeks ago? Have you gone and checked out all the music I put at the end of these? Yes. Not. <laughs> no. Come on, dude. <laughs> Some of them are bangers. I put a reggaeton one on the other day and it was fucking it was nuts. It got the people going so bad. All right, we really? got, all right. I'll, I'll start back. doing. I'll start doing the research. All right, tonight go back and no, just wh- no. You just have to listen to the last like minute and a half or like three minutes because you have to hear it go from us to the music and it's just like oh that beats tight. I almost but, listened to the last episode because my name was in the title, which was a surprise. We got bounced from the playoffs, by the way, so I won't be missing any time anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, we're supposed to suspend you or something. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm back. You're gonna help. I'm back in a big way. But uh, all right, we'll see everybody next week. Uh, actually, Thursday night. We we'll see you Thursday night. Happy hour live. Maybe AB will join us for one. All right, then. Peace out, boys. Cold pizza Tuesday. Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that new way. 
I think I like it how it is Cold pizza on a Tuesday I got food up in the fridge Y'all keep looking for a new wave I think I like it how it is My shoestrings untied, I'm running full speed With scissors in hand, I love pointy things Let's fall on the floor next to all of our needs Let's lose inhibition, let's fly like our dreams is reality Real things ain't quite what they seem Once you hold it, does it gleam? If it's green, is there a soul? Is a soul a real thing? If you're really in the know Is it all a scripted show With the cameras and lights And the laugh track To kill all of my loneliness inside And a cast and crew of friends Who always there when things get dry To crack a joke But instead I'm hearing Cali up in smoke In real life where the whole world broke And the pizza always froze But it's all good This is all I'll ever know So I better chow down While the food straight snow Make my own damn since I'm my own studio, taking life for what it is, even if it's getting Cold pizza on a Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for a new wave. I think I like it how it is. Bitch, what you got good? It's always as good as it gets Even throughout all the mess And regrets piled cigarettes and the rest All you got's every breath Till your last and then you'll be dead So live it all good, eat the your nose in bed Be grateful for what you got, don't let that ego in head Keep it free, boy Keep them strings off me, boy no stems, no sticks, no seeds, no stress, no peace, no love, no free, don't care, mo chains for me, don't share, I keep yo bitch, let's eat, yo bitch, let's eat Tuesday. Yeah, how it is.